following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back after that break. You're listening to Unity FM 93.5 and this is Parenting Hour. My name is Kathleen Roach-Nagy from Approachable Parenting and actually this is a good time probably to remind you that we are putting up all these Parenting Hour shows on our website so you will be able to download them and listen to them in your own time, in your own comfort, if you're not able to grasp all the information that we're giving you. Because I do realise that sometimes when we're talking, especially these medical terms, that there's a lot to take on board and you may like to listen to it over and over again just to make sure you're getting it right. I have here in the studio with me Dr. Aram and uh, Alhamdulillah, she's been talking today about blood pressure and what it is and how we know or what should we look out for and what tests to take. And we just were talking before the break about the Q-Risk 2 test, which is a a great tool, it seems to be, to help uh, understand uh, where you are if you're at... what does it have so, to do? So basically, it ca- calculates your cardiovascular he- health risk. So it takes into account all your risk factors, such as age, sex, smoking status, blood pressure, blood cholesterol level, and etc., uh, etc. Et and so the doctor can, um, you know, after you've been seen by uh, by the doctor and you've had your blood test, he can actually use this. He or she can use to calculate this, and this will tell us the risk of you having a heart attack over the next ten years. Thank you for that, because that was a bit of a mouthful for me to get out of it. And it was important that people knew that there was such a, a test out there. So it's not your children annoying you and that you think that your high blood pressure is because of this. You you need to go and see your GP if you have symptoms of headaches or spots in the eyes or chest pain. You need to go as soon as possible if your GP is not there able to see you on that day there is a practice nurse that's able to take your blood pressure and then they will advise you after that so there is plenty of help and support out there for people that are not feeling the best and wondering do they have blood pressure or not and I know not everybody maybe have this apparatus at home that they can actually record their own blood pressure so therefore please go to the GP and don't suffer in silence and don't just put it down to oh it's my teenager again that's uh, I'm reacting to, to 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 his teenage difficulties no please go and have it seen too because it's important that we all look after our health and and Dr. Aram before the break was actually telling us a bit about um, the effects it could have and how you could be, have a heart attack or you could have a stroke if things like this were ignored absolutely I mean the benefit of lowering a high blood pressure is so that you can reduce the risk of developing a cardiovascular disease in the future right and that's a big risk absolutely Yeah. So you may not know you have high blood pressure, Mm -hmm. but by having uh, high blood pressure, you have an increased risk of developing um, things like a heart attack or a stroke. Mm -hmm. So even though it may be silent, it's something that we need to get treated so that you don't have problems in the the future. future. And talking about treatment, actually... What what treatment is there available for a high blood pressure? What, uh, oh, what there, there's lots of treatments available for um, high blood pressure. Um, it can be um, uh, lowered in two ways. Uh, the first way is modifications to lifestyle. So weight, um, if you've got a weight problem, to address that, exercise, diet, salt, caffeine and alcohol. 
if any of these can be improved upon you'll um, notice a, a huge benefit now so if you do if you're overweight and you lose weight losing some excess weight you can the blood pressure can fall by up to two and a half or one and a half millimeters of, of mercury for each excess kilo wow. which is lost so it may be just that you need to lose perhaps one or two stones and your blood pressure m may return to normal levels and you don't require any medication also regular f physical activity if you can aim to do some physical activity on five or more days of the week for at least 30 minutes like brisk walking swimming cycling dancing you know um, regular physical activity can lower blood pressure um, in addition to giving other health benefits Mm -hmm. So if you previously did little f physical activity, I would mm -hmm. suggest that you um, uh, you should look at t undertaking exercise, but seek medical advice, mm -hmm. especially if you have high blood pressure, very okay. high blood pressure. Okay, so it's not everybody now sees the sun and these lovely fine days that we're having and then go out and have jogs. And jogs, yeah, exactly. They should, you should seek, um, especially if you do have high blood pressure, you should be seeking medical advice before right. undertaking exercise. Okay. Um, the other thing is eating a healthy diet. So five portions of um, a variety of fruit and vegetables per day a third of most f meals should be starch based foods like cereals whole, whole green bread potatoes rice etc um, also having uh, two to three portions of fish per week and if you eat meat to eat lean meat so such as chicken and if you do fry choose a vegetable oil such as rapeseed oil and to limit salt in your diet mm -hmm. that is a, another lifestyle treatment to lower your blood pressure mm. um, I mean I, I don't think we do eat enough fish and vegetarian foods actually the Muslim community eat a lot tend to eat a lot of meat yes, and and there's a lot of dishes that are cooked with meat mm. and they love their meat mm. um, and I suppose from a health point of view we should be not doing that no no uh, I mean meat should be uh, used, you know, for special occasions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a wedding or, you know, a mm -hmm. birthday perhaps, but not, it shouldn't be, uh, a, you know, a, a daily staple. Mm -hmm. It should be used um, quite sparingly. Instead, to concentrate more on other forms of protein, lentils, fish, um, salmon, uh, so, you know, oily fish. Mm. Um, and there's lots of health benefits to oily fish. I, I remember reading one time an article about the benefits of that for young children growing up. It's helping in brain development, etc. as well. So lots, as well as being good for the adults, it's good for children. So mm -hmm. we should recommend that people be eating more fish. Absolutely. And a healthy diet, it provides uh, benefits in different ways. So if you are overweight, it like, can help you lose weight. It can mm -hmm. lower your cholesterol. Um, it provides lots of vitamins and fiber. So mm -hmm. things like constipation patient mm -hmm. uh, if you have an issue with that that could help if you're eating you know more um, fiber in the mm -hmm. terms of fruit and veg mm -hmm. and also um, it can you know directly affect your blood pressure because if you have a poor diet which is um, low in fat uh, uh, and no, if you have a poor diet and you change to a diet which is low in fat low in salt and high in fruit and veg it can lo lower your systolic blood pressure by up to 11 millimeters of mercury really yes. that much because what we do eat does affect us and it does affect our blood pressure yeah so that's a lot so diet alone can reduce all of these things which Absolutely. is and we should be looking more to that and i often see you know when we go on especially when we go out for meals and things like that there's very few um very few opportunities often to eat vegetables mm -hmm. 
you know, vegetables on their own. We eat a lot of carbohydrates and meat, and then the vegetables is not not given enough. And you know, steamed vegetables is really nice, mm. and they're nice and crunchy and really healthy mm. for you. So, this is, would be really good for our our parents listening today to give more green vegetables to their children and eat them themselves. Absolutely, yes. You know, mm. um, if you do go out to a restaurant and you're limited on food, that that's mm. you know that's something separate. But mm. at home, you should be having, you know, your steamed broccoli, steamed mm. cauliflower. Um, carrots mm. and um, in- if you encourage your children from a young age to be eating that and my um, my brother uh, give, uh, basically introduced my niece who's now four to mm. broccoli mm-hmm. and he would say oh look it's um, it's trees mm. and so she would be fascinated by the fact that broccoli <laughs> stems they look yeah, like trees so do. she'd She'd actually eat them, mm-hmm. so she eats broccoli. You know, not many four-year-olds eat broccoli. No, so, so it's um, absolutely. But if you can just, uh, you know, encourage them from a younger mm-hmm. age uh, mm-hmm. to try and to taste uh, mm-hmm. different vegetables, you know, um, that would be beneficial. Another thing, especially in the Asian community, we eat a lot of salt. Right. And so, what um, it's the government guidelines recommend that we shouldn't have more than five to six grams of salt per day, and pe- most people are having more than this. So, tips on reducing your salt is uh, basically using more herbs and spices rather than salt to flavor food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and limiting the amount of salt used in cooking. You could there are f- low salt alternatives you can use, but some people don't like the taste of them. And if you could <coughs> choose foods labeled no added salt, and avoid processed foods as much as possible. That's a very good tip, and I think salt is sometimes hidden in our foods, and we mm-hmm. don't often know where eating the salt and maybe it's only at the end of the evening I, you think oh I'm, I'm very very thirsty what happened and you might then go back to that that meal you had was uh, had a lot of salt in it absolutely and also a uh, caffeine mm-hmm. we um it has a modest effect on blood pressure mm-hmm. so um it's advised to restrict your coffee ca- consumption and um other caffeine rich drinks things like red bull that some people drink yeah. um to fewer than five cups per day Fewer than five cups of caffeine today. Yeah, Good, that's okay. I thought you were going to tell me that it was much less than that. <laughs> I haven't reached five cups a day yet, so <laughs> that's good news for me. Yeah. But, of course, I drink a lot of decaf as well mm-hmm. in the evening time when if I'm having um, a drink in the night time. I tend now to drink a more decaf, okay. decaf tea and decaf coffee. That's something else that's that fine. our parents could, mm-hmm. could have in their diet. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it would help you with your sleep as well mm-hmm. if you're having decaf, especially after six, Yeah. so that at least it won't um, affect you your um your sleep as well right right so there's a lot of treatment there that uh, parents parents can do and this is really prophylactic treatment you know if you look at what you mentioned there about diet Mm. and about healthy diets and cutting down on caffeine and red bull i uh, i've never drank that Mm -hmm. so i don't know what it is like but i know a lot of young people drink that Mm -hmm. so that could be damaging as well absolutely Um, it's not necessarily red bull it's high caffeine Drinks. sort of fizzy drinks that right. they, that people so market. Not, so there's other high yes. caffeine drinks yeah. out there as well. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we shouldn't just mention that yeah. one. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, and I suppose parents should know what their children are drinking. Yeah. So they, they may fi- find these cans in the room and not know what they are and think it's just, you know, a, a, another drink, another... Uh, a fizzy drink, but actually, it could be some of these things that could be damaging mm-hmm. your children's health. Absolutely, so parents should know what what their children are drinking as well. Okay, with that, I'm going to actually go into another nasheed, and we're going to listen to this time Sammy Yusuf. So, hopefully, you enjoy this nasheed, inshallah. All your armies, all your fighters, 
all your tanks and all your soldiers against the boy holding a stone standing there all alone in his eyes I see the sun in his smile I see the moon and I wonder I only wonder who is weak and who is strong who is right and who is wrong and I wish I only wish that the truth has a tongue That was a very quick Sammy Yosef song, so we're going to listen to another one, as I promised. Uh, so I hope, inshallah, you'll enjoy this one. Yeah. 
Welcome back after listening to that lovely Nasheed, which has made me feel very relaxed. I'm, I'm sure my blood pressure has come down listening to Allahu Akbar, Allah is the greatest, mashallah. And it's, I suppose, listening to spiritual things like this. We didn't talk about spirituality in reducing blood pressure, but I have felt that I am more relaxed in listening to to this um, lovely Nasheed like this or listening to Quran and that may affect somebody's blood pressure as well or may help in bringing down somebody's blood pressure as well, Dr. Yeah, absolutely. Um So, you know, stress management, mm. that can also help with your lower, with lowering blood pressure, meditation, mm-hmm. prayer, mm-hmm. Um, and just being more relaxed, you know, mm-hmm. that can, an exercise. An exercise, uh, yeah. yeah. Swimming, mm. also very mm-hmm. relaxing. Brilliant. So we've talked uh, quite a bit now about diet and exercise and spirituality. I'm sure some people need more things than just that to bring down their blood pressure. What else is available? Uh, what else do you prescribe? Okay, uh, there is... Um, so, uh, medication or treatment started for starting for high blood pressure, it's usually advised if, pay, you know, all change, all people who have had a blood pressure that remains at 160 by 100 or more after a trial of any relevant lifestyle changes, um, they need treatment or people who have um, a blood pressure 140 over 90 and uh, above after a trial or any relevant lifestyle changes and they also have diabetes or uh, cardiovascular disease um, or are at more risk of developing a, a cardiovascular disease they need treatment too 
People, um, also people with um, a blood pressure of uh, 130 by 80 or more and have certain diseases, um, such as those patients who have certain complications from diabetes or who have had a recent heart attack, stroke or a mini stroke, which is also known as a transient ischemic attack, um, they need to have their blood pressure monitored and treated with medication. Mm -hmm. Now, with um, uh, medication, it's not just one set of one medication. Um, There is uh, a a body called, um, uh, you know, the British Hypertension Society, BHS, and they have guidelines that are sent out to all doctors, so we all follow the same guidelines. So if you're a particular race um, uh, or ethnic origin, maybe one of the tablets will not suit you, so you'll need another um, tablet. So there are particular guidelines that we all follow as doctors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to lower blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, those, uh, they're, they're available on the internet and they're also sent out to doctors so they know if they're ever updated, they're also that doctors do know um, to, to take it, um, um, how to prescribe these medications. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. with medications, we, um, uh, we have, there are certain medications that may have side effects, so we, the doctors have to keep a close eye on it and maybe do a blood test to see if they um, this medication um, is not you know suiting mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. patient so after s- initiating a, a medication it's important to be followed up now with um, high blood pressure in if you're on medication it's not a question of you taking a course stopping it and then it'll never happen again right. I saw um, somebody um, the other day who who had high blood pressure and has high high blood pressure for many years mm-hmm. and whose father actually died of a stroke mm-hmm. and um, this person was on blood pressure medication but decided to stop it themselves oh. so when they came to see me in an emergency they had very very high blood pressure so we're keeping a very tight eye on that person and mm-hmm. we um, called him back the next day and then we're monitoring him again the following day mm-hmm. we're also doing blood tests on him to make sure that his um, um, all there aren't any other causes mm-hmm. of blood pressure mm-hmm. so uh, the problem is if you stop your medication you will have high blood pressure again and then you will develop uh, you'll be complications and mm-hmm. things like cardiovascular disease so it is very important so what the doctor prescribes for you you need to keep on that and then yeah. come back on a regular basis and and the, the doctors i'm sure doctors all over the country will follow up this will have uh, will ask you to remake visits again so they keep a monitor keep a check on your blood pressure so Keep on that medication. That's the absolutely. Key. If you're on um, high, uh, let's say you are on antihypertension medication mm. and um, you're stable, then you just need to be checked every six months or okay. every twelve months. If you're stable, okay. but if you're you have an erratic blood pressure, so it's come sometimes up or down, you may need to be seen more often and also I mean the important thing is not just treating the blood pressure if you have high cholesterol um, and you're at an increased risk of uh, developing cardiovascular disease Mm -hmm. because you're a diabetic you need to be on a a statin which is a cholesterol lowering medication Mm -hmm. Um, all these medications whenever you do receive a medication pack for you know or a a new medication from your doctor Mm -hmm. be anything always read through the side effects anything you're unsure of come back and speak to the doctor about Okay, okay. So, and the doctor has a range of different medicines there that they will put on the, the patient on the right one, the correct one. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier on, it's not just uh, 
although it it, it happens to people uh, more uh, in certain cultures and people when they're mm. over middle age, as you mentioned earlier on, it can happen. Young people can also then uh, have high blood pressure as well. Yes, I know. I I know children who have mm. high blood pressure and are, are on anti-hypertensive medication, right. and that. Uh, that could be because of their kidneys mm-hmm. um, or any particular disorder that they have. Um, mm. Again, they are followed up regularly in mm-hmm. hospital. Um, and GPs don't tend to do um, blood pressures for children. Mm-hmm. You need a different machine, a different mm-hmm. cuff mm-hmm. Um, to measure uh, bl- uh, blood pressure in children. A lot of GPs aren't um, upskilled in that sort of paediatric hypertension. Yeah. So that's re- actually a secondary care remit. Yeah, so it's a very specialised remit, as is, and we don't have time, unfortunately, today to talk about pregnancy, which is very mm-hmm. specialised again, so we'll have to have you back another yeah. time to, to talk about this, inshallah. Um, again, it's really important for pregnant mums, so any of you listening to this out there at the moment that are pregnant, you should be going to your doctor, having your blood pressure checked. Midwife usually checks Midwife. the blood pressure, yeah. and um, if it is high, they need to, because it can affect the baby and them, mm-hmm. and there can be serious complications so they need to see their midwife and um, get mm. assistance that way yeah and listen to what your midwife I- is saying to you so, so thank you ever so much for Dr Aaron for coming in today and explaining no, all you. about blood pressure to us indeed it's, there's been a lot to take in and it's been very very useful not just for our parents but also for myself um, you've revised a lot of my knowledge from my nursing days I had forgotten a lot a lot of about blood pressure measuring blood pressure and what is systolic and diastolic so thank you for doing that and refreshing my memory as well as everybody else listening to us. The message we would like to get across to everybody is please stay healthy, go and see your GP. Have a good week, inshallah, and we'll see you next week for Parenting Hour. Assalamu alaikum.